Mystic Michaela's spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, talking about auras and your health. What are the correlations I see between each aura color and health issues and some ways you can get behind it, get in charge of it, get in front of it. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So we're, we're fresh back from Helen, Georgia. Yes. This is our second trip in, I think, two years. Yes. We, we really do enjoy going there. We do. I, I feel when I'm there, and tell me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. do I get some green in my aura? You don't. But I feel like, you know, with you, a green aura is also like you with eggnog around Christmas time. Like, it's like you want to like eggnog and you always try it and it never works for you. You make a face. That's how you are with like the green aura stuff. I feel like you, you try to do things. You're like, hey, let's, let's build this fire. Let's, I don't know, make something. Or, and, like, and then you just fizzles. Really? Cause yeah. Because, I, mean, I, I mean, I feel like I, 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 you know, I did a lot outside. You did. You know, I, I built a fire. You did. Uh, with my bare hands, you know, with the two sticks rubbing them together. Yeah, but then you used, like, a lot of, like, paper towels and, like, just trash from the car because you couldn't get it going. You right. know what I mean? I feel yeah, like yeah, a green yeah. person wouldn't have found that, like, you know, right. permissible. I, mean, I, I took the kids on a two-mile, two-mile hike. Yes. You know, there were steps and, you know, uh, walkways and things like that. <laughs> but it was two miles we to the it. falls, to uh, yeah. Duke Creek Falls. Duke's Creek Falls. Well, that's, you know. Okay. That's athleticism. All that's right. okay. And then, you know, we went tubing. Yes, we, we went tubing. We went down the uh, Hoochie River or whatever it's called. The Catahoochie River. Catahoochie. Yeah. None of that got any green in my work. No, Nothing. Zero. No, You're like a happy red-blue. It was just red-blue. It's okay. Like I said, you know. Like you even you even saw me on the river and you said, "Oh my God, he's so happy." You are you, you're like your happiest self when you're doing things like that. But then again, you know, the tubing place like drops you off. You have the tube. You know, it picks you up at the end. You know, like I feel like a green person would have been like, "I'm going to make my own tube," or like, "How do I navigate this river myself?" You know, it's like a little bit more. What about when I like move that rock out of the way to get down the rapids? That, there you go, Scott. There, or, yes, anyway. green sparkles. You get it. Whatever you want, whatever color you want to be, be it. Well, hey, you know what. <laughs> The good news is you didn't flash the town again, okay? Because right. if you go back to episode 40... Yes, the last time we were there. We know that Mr. Michaela was followed by a man in a red pickup truck okay. after if, she had flashed him at an Amish bakery. If you want, if you care about that, that's episode 40. All right. That but, did not happen. Yes, that's good. No, um, I, I kept a low profile this trip. Right. Now, the, the good news, we have some good and bad news about the trip. Mm. So... Most of you also that follow the podcast know we stay at this hotel in Georgia, in Tifton, Georgia. Yes. The Hilton Garden Inn. Yes. It's like our go-to hotel. Yeah. Um, years ago, I broke- It's not an ad. Like, this is some, not an ad. Oh, yeah, really it's not, not an ad. No, no, no. no, no. We, we love it there. Um, <laughs> I wish we were cool enough for that to be an option, by the way. Yeah. I'm going to add- like I really do. I wish we were cool enough, like for like, it to be. A yeah, Hilton. for like, I, like people to even think, like, oh, this must be an ad. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, anyway, years ago, I broke the waffle machine there. You did. And I've never been able to live it down. Yeah. Now, this time we went, okay, and I went up to the front desk, and they upgraded us to the best room in the entire hotel. Yeah. The King Executive Suite. Okay. There's only one in the in the whole hotel. Right. In all, like, 14 rooms. And <laughs> they gave us it. They did. And I took that as a sign, and I, everyone agreed with me, you know, you, Bree, Abby. We all agreed that I had officially been off the blacklist <laughs> and I am now in the good graces once again of the Hilton Garden Inn in Tifton, Georgia. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Everything's going great. Good night's sleep. King Executive Suite. We go downstairs. We have breakfast. You decide you want to get toast. Yeah. Okay. You go up to the toaster. It's a make your own toast situation. It's a make your own toast, right? You go up to the toaster. 
You break the toaster. <laughs> really you broke it. the toaster. You broke the Tipton, Georgia hotel I know, and you're toaster. so happy. But the children decided it wasn't funny or the same. But I did put the toast in wrong, and I had to alert um, the people that the toast might be stuck so that didn't start a fire. But yes, I'm glad I could give you this. It's karma forever making fun of you for breaking that waffle machine. Right, and I feel now we're back on the blacklist. <sighs> I feel if we go back so? there again... We're gonna we're gonna be right back to where we started. The toaster was solved in two minutes, yeah. but like I okay, it's the, karma. It was karma. I got my good comeuppance there. Yeah, we're gonna you, be back. You got the, your comeuppance. Yeah. We're gonna be back in the smallest hotel room there. Two <laughs> double beds. Okay. Okay. First floor, right near the pool. Right. <laughs> Worst room in the hotel. But that's where we stop on our way. Yeah. There. So I, I did want to bring up one thing about the trip. Now we on the way going. We're driving. I decided I was going to take a alternate route, you know, a little bit of the side road so we can see a lot of, you know, rural Georgia. Mm-hmm. And we happened to get a, you know, the, you know, you ever drive and that tire pressure comes on and yes. like you freak out your mind. Yes. Oh my God. You're like, oh, the tire pressure. Like, no. Oh God. Right. Why is the tire pressure thing on? Right. So I, before I tell the story of that this time, mm-hmm. I want to go back to 2017. Yes. Picture it. 2017. 2017. We were on our way to Alabama. Right. But we had to go through this county. Right. Called, it, was called, it was like Dooley County. That's really what it's name is. Dooley County and Georgia. Right. And we had to go through. And all of a sudden, um, and this is, you know, I had the two-year-old. I think Brie was like nine. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Eight or nine. And we're driving. And the tire pressure thing comes on. And you pull over. And it's not just a little. It's like, oh, like, this is going to blow. And we made it to, what kind of? I, I think it was a pilot. We made it to a pilot. It was but a it was flying a, J or a pilot. I think it was a flying J. Okay, flying I don't, J. No, no, it was a pilot. Was a pilot. Flying J would have been better. Okay. It was a pilot in the middle of Dooley County, in the middle of nowhere. Like, right. picture those movies you see where there's, like, nothing, and then there's just, like, a really run-down gas station. Like, that's what it looked like. Except there was a McDonald's in there, yeah. too. Um, and it was hot. You know, it's the summer. It's, it's Georgia. Very hot. And right. we don't know. And obviously, we need a new tire. But then <laughs> I have Scott. So I go into the gas station. Yeah. And my parents are with me, but us, by the way. So yes, we had two cars. Yes, my in-laws are with me. Yes, we did have two cars. So I go Thank into the God. gas station, and I tell the attendant that we, you know, we have a flat, whatever, the tire pressure, come on, could you, what, what could I do? It was and flat. He, yeah. And they gave me a card for these, for this guy. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I forgot his name. Anyway. And they said, call this guy. Yeah. So I did. I called the guy. He's like, yeah, I'll be there in uh, 40 minutes. 40 minutes. 40 yeah. minutes. I'm like, all right. So we're just sitting there. I get my coffee. Blah, blah, blah. We're waiting. And every car that pulls up, we think it's that guy. Is it them? Is it them? Is it them? Yeah. And we're in the McDonald's. But, you know, I just have to say, like, I'm dealing with, at that time, a very different aura person. Right. So Scott had, like, an extremely red... His aura is getting redder. And then also, like, darker. So it's like a red... People are always like, do you ever see black? It's like, kind of, if the aura gets dark enough. So yours was getting, like, redder and redder and redder. And all I could do was... Just calm down and give the kids French fries and just wait. And, you know, we had Abby and she was two. And, you know, at that age, they can't sit still. And it was a lot. And we found, I have to say, because this is important later, we found the thing that got the tire, which was a huge bolt that would have come from like a semi truck or something, tire or um, hubcap or something. It was huge. Okay, but go on. All right. So anyway, so finally, these two guys come. We believe they were brothers. We're not sure. We think they're brothers. Yeah. We call. We don't remember their names. We call them the Dooley brothers. Yeah. And they come in this like rickety truck. You know, there's like hundreds of parts of 
you know, I don't know. I can't even tell you how many parts are in this truck. Yeah. They pull up. They kind of give us like a nod. Uh, 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 yeah, they don't know. really speak. They didn't it's really, a lot of grunts. Right. Right. We'll be back. And I'm like, what? You'll be back? Where are you going? Yeah, you're yeah. getting angry. I'm getting angry. Your dad's dealing with you. <laughs> right. I'm in the car with your mom and the kids. Oh, my okay. God. So they go into the pilot. I think they went got their McDonald's. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah, they, they come out with coffee they and their out. own McDonald's. Your mom's like they're getting lunch like they're getting coffee like yeah right and they actually bought the tire repair kit in the pilot right they didn't even have one of all the parts they had with them that was the one part they didn't have yeah so they go they they do some more grunting <laughs> grunting they 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 fix the tire they fix the tire um yeah. you know my mom is shouting make sure you get a receipt make sure right. you right. it's never gonna have if you met these people they don't write receipts no i, I don't think they how write. much was it I think it was like seventy five dollars. Yeah, cash, right? Yeah, yeah. it was like just yeah, like seventy five dollars cash. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like whatever, okay, fine. So, so you know, we we gave it, to, I gave it to him, and you know, we were, you know, we're on our way. Yeah, but now you brush over the parts though, and this is important for later. Okay, okay. like where you're very perseverative, and this is what you were back then a lot, like very angry, perseverative. You're like, and I I remember looking at it and being like, I don't think a repair is going to help this tire. Like right. it was ripped up and I'm not a mechanic or anything, but I had a green dad. So I feel like I absorbed some of this and I'm like, I feel like we're going to need another tire. So all of that, I mean, that was like a two hour ordeal. You're not happy. Like you're very, very upset. The kids are hangry, tired, hot. Okay. So we're driving along. Right. We do stop for the night. Everything was fine. The next oh, yes, day. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The next day. Yeah. We're back on the highway. We're Getting out of Dooley County. Yeah. And the tire light goes on again. Yeah. You know, maybe 10, 15 minutes into the drive. Yeah. It's worse than before. It's worse than before. Yeah. The tire's like completely flat. We're yeah. driving around trying to find a You're driving a station. on the rim. Driving on the rim. We go to like a local mechanic. They tell us they can't fix it. Yeah. They don't have the tire. They send us up to the Walmart. Always go to Walmart, people. Always go to Walmart. Yes. Always go to Walmart. <laughs> always go to Walmart, people. And, you know, finally <laughs> we get to the Walmart. And they tell me I need a new tire. Yeah. So I spent 75 with the Dooley brothers. Yes. Then, you know, I think it was probably about the same for the tire. I think yeah, it was only about even, 75 it bucks. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, at that time. But you were so angry at that Walmart. And I just remember, like, just eating Subway in the Walmart, which yeah. is why I hate Subway and Walmarts now. But, like, yes. So you really were tra- traumatized by this. Yeah. Yeah. It's All like, right. like the, the annoyingness of life. Okay. And so- now that I look back on it, I, in that moment, obviously, I thought I was right, but. At this moment in time, you were 100% correct. But you also, I just want to say like the Scott then versus the Scott now are two different people. Right. It, you know, really, I had that dark cloud or whatever you call it. Yeah, and we're going to spin this around to why you might understand this for yourselves. But go ahead, talk about what happened this time. So now we fast forward Fast forward to 2021. Back, we're on our way again to Helen, Georgia. Yay, everything, we're we're all excited. (laughs) We're going to go tubing, blah, blah, blah. All right. So we're, and again, I took the kind of like the side roads. I wanted just a little bit of a change. I didn't want to go through Atlanta. So I took the side roads, yes. and then <gasps> there it is, Dooley County. Do, we're in Dooley. Oh, and by the way, we've before we let's just back up oh, one back more up. time. I we know have what you're to say. back up here. Yeah, every we do go through Dooley County a lot because we do travel up that road seventy five mm-hmm. through Dooley County because okay. we go to Atlanta, whatever, blah, blah blah. And every single time we go through there, we curse the name of well, the Dooley. We've formulated <laughs> a theory between the two of us, right? Where where we call them the Dooley Brothers, right? throw out screws (laughs) from their pickup truck. Correct. So that when we get stuck at the pilot McDonald's in the middle of nowhere, they have this deal with them. And that's how they like, it's like some sort of like plot. It's like this Dooley County 
plot to right. get tourists you know, so, so reason and, to, and again, remember this was twenty seven. I don't know if that's true, but that's we feel it is. Yeah, <laughs> and we've been probably we've driven through there at least five six times since. But yeah, nothing every, happened. Yeah, but, every single time we say, oh, okay, we got we knock oh on the car. Yeah, we, we get were, really scared. Yeah, we get freaked out. We're like, are the dooley's going to get us this time? Are the, the dooley's going to get us? Yeah. And the same thing happened this time. They finally got us again. Yeah. You were going through Dooley County. The light goes on again. Oh my god. All right. So I pull over to the gas station. Yeah. Uh, you know, I you know, am I in a bad like what's going on? In my order so here. So now you're. You're so perseverative because you're like, we pull over. I find, I find, I find the, uh, you know, you hear it hissing hole, and yeah. I find the hole right away. And I'm like, oh, okay, there it is. And I can tell we're going to make it, but you're like, no, um, there's no nail in it. So you were like really stuck on that. And then you went in and got the tire repair kit. I'm like, Scott, like we're not mechanics. Like it's 110 degrees. I, you have to take the wheel off to do like Walmart. I'm looking at my phone is like nine miles down the road. Like, come on. And I, and old you would have tried to fix it yourself, even though that's not our skill. <laughs> like, right. Or, or you would have just sat there and it would have gotten lower and lower and lower, or like just you would have been upset. Or knew you was like, okay, let's go. Okay. 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 And then we went to Walmart and they fixed it. Yeah, we went to Walmart. It was just a, it was <laughs> an easy fifteen dollar repair. Yeah. Um. Did Did I get the cloud? The, did, no. No cloud. No. And we were at Walmart. The whole ordeal took like maybe an hour and a half, two yeah. hours to deal with. And then, but you were fine. Like you, and I even said, I'm like, wow, Scott, like this is a totally different version of you. Yeah. Like a few years before this would have been like, this would have ruined the trip. Like everyone had bad memories about it. Now it's just like, whatever. And yeah. you know, the kids were like, okay, whatever. You know, everyone was like, whatever. We just rolled with it. But I... No, now you're not working at a job you hate. <laughs> I would say like that's the number one thing. Yeah. You're doing things that make you happy in life. You're, you feel more in control of your life. You feel more authentic. You've done a lot of work on yourself. And I think that it, it does trickle down to like when life throws you, what life's going to throw you, no matter who you are, life throws you stuff. Instead of creating like this narrative of like victimization or like I'm stuck or this is awful or this is how, uh, this is how things go or God plays jokes on me or whatever. You're just like, eh, whatever. And then it yeah. just... Wasn't a big deal because yeah. you're in a better spot. Just, I told you I do whatever you got to do, and that was it. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even tell you this part. Oh, and this part probably would have really got me red. When I went, to, <laughs> you guys went to the bathroom, or you went to go look around the store, yeah, or whatever. We're just walking, yeah. And the guy who checked me out, uh, he checked me out for someone else's car. So, oh, I, really? Yeah. So I paid. I paid the bill for someone else. Oh yeah, yeah, and they, they, nobody knew how to fix it. Oh sure. And I had to go like to customer service, Stop. and we're walking around the whole store. That's why you couldn't find me. Um, oh and then we gosh. just kind of came up that 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 aisle. That is so and, funny. Uh, that would have, yeah. God, the universe was, was testing like, you that day. Yeah, and I was like laughing with the guy. I'm like, oh, it happens. Who cares? It's a big deal. Oh, you yeah, know, you crap so happens. angry. One, one of, and then it was this massive customer service line for for <laughs> Walmart, and like I, literally 15 people like returning everything, like old Christmas stuff. Still, they were still yeah. returning. From oh yeah, that yeah, time Walmart. Period. They'll do yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, the the lady took us right away, like oh. they, yeah, you know, because he he had his Walmart shirt on, whatever, yeah. and they opened a new line, and one lady started screaming at us. Really? Yeah, yeah. She's like, "Why are you cutting the line?" Blah blah blah. And I was just like, "Oh, I was just like, just like laughing." You're just so, like, "Hey, yeah, we were like, have a nice day." Yeah, and then me and, afterwards, me and the Walmart worker who had messed up my, you know, receipt, yeah, of course, we're laughing about her and <laughs> like how much how annoying she was. Like how angry Can you believe that lady? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, why is she so angry? <laughs> it's Walmart. Now look, I I did have a few. No, totes. You no, did not. <laughs> no, I'm just no and that's funny because, like, it's true. Like, we're totally sober, and yeah. we're like, huh? <laughs> we're yes. like, really? So I don't know. So I don't know if you found this any sort of uh, relevant to your life, Pro- but probably um, not. 
I am really proud of you. Thank you. And I think like it just goes to show like when you're in a different spot of life, the stuff that you're going to get thrown anyways, you roll with it a lot easier. All right. Well, we have two ads and then we're going to come back and we're going to do some uh, segment that really caught on last week and yeah. we're going to go into it a little oh, more Oh, you're going to die laughing. It is so funny. Okay. Well, it's official, everyone. I will not use anything except Function of Beauty in my life. I am tired of ever not knowing what my hair is going to do. I'm tired of products that don't touch it the way that Function of Beauty touches all my hair goals. And ever since I've been using it, my hair has been responding in such wonderful ways. It's longer, it's thicker, it's everything that I wanted it to be, and it's Function of Beauty. Function of Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty. It offers customized formulations for your hair needs, which I love it because it changes every season. So you can switch up your hair goals every time you order new uh, formulas. You take this quick but thorough quiz. You tell them a little bit about your hair type. You know, maybe it's straight, wavy, curly, coily, you know, your hair goals like lengthen, volumize, and oil control. And then you choose your color and fragrance and you can go fragrance and dye free if you want. After the quiz, Function of Beauty will send you your 100% customized formula along with a regimen card with recommendations on how and when to use your products. Function of Beauty also just launched its best in class subscriber program, Function with Benefits. Subscribers get discounts on every order, a free treatment like the hair mask. Oh my gosh, the hair mask, you guys. I use it like once a month. It's like the best thing. The serum, I use it every time. Or the leave-in, perfect for the children. Every four orders, access to exclusive fragrances and colors, early access to new products, and more. So turn your good hair days into a good hair life like mine has become, I'm telling you. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to take your quiz and save 20% off your first order. Order, go to functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to let them know you heard it from our show. I appreciate that so much. And to get 20% off your order, that's functionofbeauty.com slash KYA. Yes, and I absolutely love that new flavor, the Vermont maple syrup. Oh, that's not one of their new flavors, but rose is a great one. That's why my hair is so sticky. (laughs) Slowly but surely, my entire closet has become filled with Stitch Fix. I cannot recommend enough their service, especially their pants and their shorts. I'm telling you, they know my fit. How do they do that? It's magic. I've talked to other customers of Stitch Fix as well, and it's the same thing. And you can have that too. Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. It's a completely different and fun way to find clothes that you will love to wear. Every piece is chosen for your fit and for your life. And it's an easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. You try on pieces at home before you buy. You keep what you love and you just return what you don't. Stitch Fix has free shipping, easy returns and exchanges, and a prepaid return envelope is always included. There's no subscription required. You can try Stitch Fix once or set up automatic deliveries. You'll pay just $20 um, styling fee for each box, which gets credited towards pieces that you keep. And there are no hidden fees ever. Stitch Fix has styles and clothing to fit any occasion for women, men, and kids. They ship all over the U.S. and they're available in the U.K. as well. Pro tip, if you have something coming up like a vacation or a wedding or maybe some interviews, tell Stitch Fix in your notes and they will send you such cute pieces um, that you wouldn't even know worked on you. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash KYA and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash KYA for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. stitchfix.com slash KYA. 
All right. So last week you told this awkward indigo encounter and we got so many messages and DMs about it. And we we really felt that maybe we'll just do another segment on it. Uh, We called this awkward empath encounters. We put it on the Facebook group and we wrote awkward, awkward empath encounters. Like my awkward encounter I recounted on the last episode. Tell us yours. So here are some of those. We read them all. We picked some out and we are going to read them. Okay, so Jennifer wrote, and this this was this was funny. A couple of years ago, I met a new coworker during a training session, and we all had to introduce ourselves with two truths and a lie. And and Jennifer says that she hates that game. This woman started saying, "I really hate this game. I'm an empath, and my favorite color is red." I immediately put my hand out to grasp her hand and said, "I sense that about you." She looked away, put her hand in her lap, and said, "I really hate this game." <laughs> Very <laughs> like she thought her truth was she's an empath, but it was really just she hates this game, and she's like, so it's a lie that she's an empath. It's so like funny. I just think that's funny. Like, how do you work with that person now? Yeah, it's like, so it's no, so these these were hysterical. We we were dying laughing when we were going <laughs> we through were. these. Okay, um, Caitlin, yeah, who is yellow and blue, writes, "I have an identical twin, Bridget. She's not confirmed yet." And the number of times I carried on a conversation with someone who thought I was her because I was uncomfortable making them feel bad, but also would forget to give the, my sister the heads up about the conversation. So oh basically, <laughs> it's so funny. She, she didn't want to make them feel bad, so yeah. she just pretended to She's be like, the, yeah, the twin. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, I bet that... I wonder how much that happens to twins. That probably happens to them all the time. Yeah. That is well, so funny. That really, you know, solidifies my theory last oh. week about Chriselle and the... Those twins. I mean, the but twin brothers. The yeah. twin brothers. Yeah. yeah. I know you have a thing about twins. Okay. okay. Ashley writes, my latest one was when I was getting in my car and waved to my neighbor outside and then yelled, I'm going to get a bikini wax. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I feel like I've done this. I feel like a lot of us have done that. Like you wave to somebody and they wave and there's like an awkward moment where you should have moved already, but you didn't. So you feel like you have to fill the silence. Yeah. And like Ashley just filled it with like... It's just like, you know, it's a lot to tell someone. Like, how do you respond to that? Like, good for you. Yeah, how do you respond to <laughs> like, that? I, if you're, it's a good girlfriend, like, they're like, okay, cool. Like, but if it's somebody you're not that close with, it's yeah, weird. It's like, you know? What do you say? Like, where'd you go? How much was it? I mean, no, I get it. Like, you have to, you don't, you might not have that issue, but like, I have that. Like, I have to fill the silence. Uh, and then just use whatever comes out. All right. Hannah, Hannah writes, this, this is funny. We were going to Canada and crossing the border. We get up to the border police, and we were all nervous for no apparent reason. That, that does happen. You I know, always get, up get there, nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah sometimes at the border. Better, yeah. I can feel that. It was just intimidating with all these Canadian police around. The Mounties. <laughs> <laughs> it's more intimidating on the way back, yeah, though. The way back. They're the Canadians little, they're are nastier. much friendlier than the yeah. Americans. Anyway, my first name is Mary, and my middle name is Hannah. I've always gone by Hannah. The border police takes all of our IDs and looks at mine and goes, Mary? And I yell from the back seat, nope, single and looking. <laughs> okay. Needless to say, he did not find that funny. So we all got pulled into customs to no. get searched and double checked for identification. Really? I was not single at the time. <laughs> oh my God. That is. <laughs> but she wasn't single? No, she was not. I was not single, yeah. I, like, yeah. She just thought it was a funny, a funny. Yeah, I mean, speaking, yeah, I mean, we, I, we went through the border many times. Yeah. And. Yeah, I mean, you do get nervous. I, one time, I went to the border with one of my friends, Frenchie, oh. and he did not tell me. Believe it or not, he did not tell me. He was pe- he had drugs on him. He went, we went through the border, oh my God. had drugs on him. After we get across, he tells me, oh, I just smuggled in some drugs. I'm like, 
what See, that's is, not a friend. No, you that's know what not, I mean? Yeah. I mean what is and wrong with I you? actually remember that. Yeah. And I remember being like, and, and there was another trip coming up. I remember, oh my gosh, you just triggered a memory. Yeah. And you were supposed to go over with him again. And I'm like, you're not allowed to go over yeah. with him. Like I knew I knew, usually don't pull the I'm the wife, I'm putting my foot down card. But I was after that, I was like, you're never going across the border with him again. And I remember it was a big Deal. Yeah, I was so well at the time. I was so upset when he told me after the yeah, fact. Well, yeah, he could have gotten you arrested. Yeah, and like when you were, you just got a teaching job. Oh my god, I, I could be right now in a Canadian prison, <laughs> wasting away. <laughs> Still they, to this day, I bet they feed them good in Canadian prisons. They do. Okay, so Erica writes. Okay, not sure if this is an awkward empath or just awkward. On a job interview in my early 20s, I got asked what my fave book was, and I answered without thinking, Twilight, I love vampires. (laughs) I did not get that job. Also, at another job interview in my early 20s, I legit cried and walked out. Um, Yeah, like maybe interviews just aren't for her. But like I've done that. Like people ask me, like, hey, what's your favorite book? And I'll just be, if you're not prepared for a question, who knows what's going to come out? <laughs> Who knows with me? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> All right. Jody writes, uh, I believe she's indigo and yellow. I have so many stories. One is when my water broke seven weeks early with my daughter and I was admitted to the hospital and assigned a super hot high risk OBGYN. Yeah. Super hot high risk. Okay. <laughs> he was married and gay. But we totally clicked. All right. All <laughs> no, right. it's true. You fall in love with your OB. It's like a whole thing. Really? Yeah, they did make you, you feel good. They... Did you feel in love with your OB? <laughs> no. <laughs> You can, tell, mine? you can tell me if you did. Do you remember mine? You seem like He's a nice like guy. a very old man. All right. I fell in love with my midwife, though. It's a oh. woman, but oh, I like okay. loved her. Oh, I like right. loved her. All right. All right. He was married and gay, but we totally clicked, and he would stay and chat with me every day. The nurses would come and take my blood pressure literally every two to three hours, and one finally said to me with a huge grin on her face, we can't take your blood pressure after you've been talking to Dr. Pierce. It oh skyrockets. Oh, my God. That's oh. so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, Jody. Oh, my gosh. Poor wow. her. Wow. That's like her one little joy, and they she call really her out on it. She really liked Dr. Pierce. <laughs> he, so well, I'm not going to go with the joke there either. I'm going to save that. Okay. Okay. That's- Whatever you hold back, I say, that's probably good. It's probably better. All right, Caitlin. I had to pick Caitlin's because this, I, okay, this is just, I, she, this is what she says. I worked at Macy's Home Store in the McKinley Mall. So did I. Yes, you did. In, in Hamburg, New York, in the McKinley Mall. I worked at the Macy's Home Store, too. That's so funny. Okay, so she says, I worked at the Macy's Home Store in the McKinley Mall and was helping a woman pick out a new vacuum. She finally agreed on one after 45 minutes or so, then saw the luggage and wanted a new set, so I'm helping her find the perfect set. Maybe another 30 minutes go by, and I'm running to and from the back room, checking on other stock for her. She pays for her items and goes to her car while I call some folks to help with carry out no one is available so i decide to go ahead and do it instead because i don't want to keep her waiting we load up her stuff and she's so thankful for the help and the time i spent with her that she wants to give me a hug well we both went to hug in the same direction and she ended up kissing me on the side of my cheek lips i froze and she said i didn't mean to kiss you and i said i know and i ran back inside (laughs) that's so awkward that is really awkward but I worked there too. Did that ever happen to you? No. Oh, okay. I would never help somebody that much, honestly. Back then, I was like the queen at uh, organizing everything, and nobody ever noticed me. Like I'm real good at getting invisible. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like make sure everything's in its proper space, and then nobody ever asked me for help. It was great. All right. All right. Bobby writes. Now, I don't know which way we're going with this. There's a couple of ways you can look at this one. <laughs> I shook a Tinder date's hand and said. 
pleasure doing business with you after I walked him to the front of my apartment. And I've never been the same since. <laughs> so funny. It's so, like a corny dad thing to say. Right. Pleasure doing business with you. So. But then it's just also as like a connotation. Yes. I yeah, think that's I what you're trying to get at. Yeah. I'm trying to say, is this a good, was it a good date or a bad date? <laughs> like, you know, was it like one of those where it was good and then, or was it one of those that was like, oh, you know, it's time to go now. Pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> Pleasure doing business with you. So I don't know. Well, maybe Bobby will fill us in. That's really funny. Do you have any more? No, that was my last oh, one. I go, oh, okay. I guess I picked out one more. Okay. This is, I guess this is a good one to end on. All right. Crystal writes, anytime I don't <laughs> orgasm from sex, I end up apologizing <laughs> and comforting the man. Oh, gosh. So Crystal. I don't know what to say to that one. <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> We're just going to leave it. I think that's great. That's so funny. She's like, I'm so sorry. You're, you'll do better next time, sweetie. It's yeah. okay. So she actually feels bad that he did bad? Yeah. Is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, like I, he didn't feel successful or something. So like she kind of takes it on her? Herself. That's like empath sex, man. Yeah. Oh, wow. I talked about that in that one um, episode. episode. Okay. Wow. All right. A couple more ads. And then let's get into how the aura and the health correlate. You know, skincare isn't just for your face. You can get a full body glow, something that I've spent a lot more time and energy on this past summer. I've discovered Osea skincare and body products, and it's totally changed my way for self-care in the skin department. The Andaria Algae Body Oil has been my best friend on the few road trips I've taken and in between. It is a luxurious and rich body oil. It's not greasy or sticky. It absorbs beautifully to the skin. It moisturizes, leaving your skin healthy and glowing. And I used to use just like whatever lotions, you know, whatever the hotels gave me or just whatever was on sale at the department stores. And, you know, I was skeptical of body oil. I didn't know what it would do or what the difference would be or if it would make me greasy. But this one changed my mind and it changed my skin for the better. I love the beautiful packaging, the design. I mean, these look gorgeous on my counter um, aesthetically. The smell of it is just luxurious and I really appreciate their clean, safe ingredients. You can experience summer's radiant, radiant skin with Osea's Andaria LJ body oil. Your skin is super soft and glowing with Andaria LJ, acai pulp, and babusu seed oil. The result is just liquid gold, a rich, luxurious, but never greasy body oil, fragrant with sunny citrus and top notes of sweet passion fruit. I mean, you smell good after you use this. Osea creates skin and body care products powered by the sea. They've made clean, safe skincare products since 1996. They're V vegan, and cruelty-free. Their award-winning hyaluronic sea serum hydrates and smooths fine lines with a combination of hyaluronic acid and three nutrient-rich seaweeds. Their best-selling seaweed-infused ocean cleanser, which I use every night and every morning, gently exfoliates while removing surface impurities, leaving skin soft and refreshed. Reasonably sourced, responsibly sourced, plant-derived ingredients, good for your skin and for the planet, female-founded, and family-operated by a mother and daughter team. I mean, 
This product just knocks it out of the park on all levels. So reveal your summer glow with skincare from Osea and get 10% off all products on your first order with promo code KYA at OseaMalibu.com. You also get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $50. That's 10% off with code KYA at OseaMalibu, O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com. A lot of what we're going to be talking today is how your energy and your mental health can really affect your physical health. And in 2021, it's definitely okay to talk about our mental health and happiness. Humans are not meant to keep everything inside. It makes us sick. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And so therapy helps. And that's why I love BetterHelp. Because what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and you would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. You know, whatever you need, please don't be ashamed of your normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. That's what I do. I do phone sessions. You don't have to see anyone on camera camera if you don't want to. It's much more comfortable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Their app is so easy to use. They are quick to respond. These are professional uh, people who give you amazing health uh, advice, mental health advice. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you know you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Know Your Aura listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash KYA. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash K-Y-A. As you know, we are graced on this podcast with my co-host, who's also a gypsy voice model. It's true. It's true. The ones who turn you on are on the app. And then here's Scott, here to turn you off. Yeah. And, and what they wanted, they wanted to be, me to do more real life experiences. So this one's going to be at the auto center at Walmart. Mm, so you're going to feel the re, the realness here, the authenticity. Okay. Right, right. So because, you know, everyone needs, needs an escape, but these things can be really hard to come by right now. Enter Dipsy. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure is the only priority. Hey, can you fix my tire? Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Yeah, pull up to the second bay. Each gypsy audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right there. Okay. It's the front passenger tire. Listen to stories about hooking up with your hometown crush. You never made a move on, or that coworker you've always had a little thing for, or maybe a story that puts you in bed with someone who's telling you exactly what they'd like to do to you. Uh-huh. They release new content every week, so there's always more to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. Should I just leave the keys in the car? And if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. Tires fixed. Let's go, kids. (laughs) Oh, God. That really did the trick, Scott. For for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash KYA. That's 30 days of full access to these awesome, fun stories for free when you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash KYA. That's dipsystories.com slash KYA. Try it. Try it alone. Try it with a partner. It is 
a good time. Yeah, maybe Crystal and her partner could try that. That might help them. That could. Yeah. All right, let's get into Aura Health. Let's do it. Over the course of doing all my readings and getting all my spiritual downloads about auras, I have begun to see patterns, and I've seen them for a long time, with medical conditions and the, and the aura colors. Obviously, there's other things at play, and it's never anybody's fault that they're sick or anything. Also, I want to make it very well established before I begin this spiel that I in no way say that medical attention from actual professionals isn't necessary. It's it's quite necessary. And what you'll find is when we talk about this, it's just the combination of what, you know, you have to trust the medical professionals around you if you're going through something and you also have to trust yourself. So it's just a combination of the of the two the two sides to things, not one replacing the other. Um, so anyway, so medical attention is important, but also what you can do for yourself. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to talk about just like everything, the aura has an impact on your health, just like it has an impact on your motivation or how you communicate or how you emote or how you connect to spirit or anything else. I I do see patterns in aura colors with health conditions. And it's funny too, because if you're wearing an inauthentic color, I'll often see the patterns from whatever color you're wearing as health conditions as well. So for example, if somebody's not, if they're like yellow, purple, but they're wearing inauthentic blue, I'll see them getting the health conditions of blue people, even though they're they're yellow, purple. So it's interesting. So inauthentic energies can bring in the medical conditions. Overall, and this is what, if I could just put it in a nutshell, your body speaks to you like a metaphor. When you don't listen to your inner voice, when you get used to shoving habitual patterns or compartmentalizing or not listening or you've been through a lot of trauma or you're just you have a knee-jerk reaction towards hearing things and so you just don't hear them Um, and over time you just learn to basically ignore that inner voice within you what happens is your body starts talking and you don't want your body to start talking to you when your body starts talking to you it talks to you in medical conditions this is what I see energetically all the time again it's never anyone's fault that they're sick. I don't want anybody to be like, oh, I caused my own cancer. Okay. I'm not saying that at all, but I am saying that there's components to your emotional, your spiritual, your mental health that definitely have an impact on your physical one. I don't even think that that's reaching. I feel like that that's been established. Uh, So it's just that common sense in a way that let's, let's pay attention to our bodies as metaphors, as tools, as, as, voices. Your body has a voice. And if you're not listening to what you need to be listening to, your body's going to start talking to you. And before I get into how each aura color kind of presents different medical conditions, I want to talk about the metaphor thing. So for instances that I thought were interesting, I mean, this happens all the time in a lot of different readings, but recently, and I think this is one a lot of us are going to relate to, I was reading a woman and she was very blue. I mean, she was too blue. She was very blue. And she, I mean, she looked gorgeous, you know, but she was stuck in her weight. Why did I gain weight? Why am I not losing weight? No matter what I do, it sticks on me. I feel like a lot of us go through this, honestly, for a lot of different reasons. Now on her, it was really interesting because 
apart from, and it's funny because she left the weight question till the end. You know, even though that's something she probably thinks about all the time, she left that question till the end. We didn't even get to that. But the whole reading ahead of that was about how stuck she felt in her life. She felt stuck in her identity. She felt stuck in her creativity. She felt stuck in a relationship. She just felt stuck. Like every day was Groundhog's Day. Like, let's do it all again. Here we go. It's kind of boring. And everyone around her was allowed to have this fantastic or like amazing or adventurous life. But because she was blue, she was doing that invisible empath thing where she's like, okay, my... My worth is not to stand out. My worth is to support. That was the subconscious message that was coming through a lot in her reading over and over and over again with everything. So it was interesting that all of a sudden now her body's standing still. She's kind of standing still in her life and stuck and stagnant. And her weight, her actual body started getting stuck and stagnant. No matter what she was doing, it wasn't moving. Her metabolism was kind of like stuck or going like real slow. And here's the thing. Like, obviously she's got to like work out and eat right and like skip the late night snacks. You know, of course, like that's what, that's the practical, logical medical advice. Maybe you lift weights more or something. Sure. But the metaphorical one is, man, I feel stuck. And I'm trying to tell you that is what her body is telling her, energy is telling her. And I'm going to, since you're not listening to that, I'm just going to show you what stuck is. And so Spirit's advice in the reading was like, okay, yeah, start a different workout. Maybe try a cool new workout that gets your mind moving, but also maybe pick up a new book. Maybe go out with your friends. Maybe do something that excites you. Maybe start a project. Maybe take a class. Maybe do anything, okay, that like makes you not feel stuck anymore. Maybe in every single decision you make, even how tiny it is, make one that talks about the future or or moves you forward in life rather than keeps you stuck, If you think about it, choose evolution in every single thing you do during the day. Even in our Monday, you know, I did a, a, I did um, an episode, how you do one thing, you do everything. And so the body is a great indicator of that. How you do one thing, you do everything with your body, choices with yourself. And then what happens is it creates this microcosm of a world around you. So I was asking her to choose her, put herself first. And every little choice she made, you know, it comes down to even like, okay, we're going out to eat. I always pick the chair that is the worst one that nobody wants. Uh, That's the seat I always pick. You know, think about it. Think about all the little ways during the day you, you compromise yourself. Think about all the times you choose other people or you put yourself last in these little subliminal ways. Your body is going to reflect that. So notice it, at least notice it. Okay, so that's the weight one, which I thought was interesting. And that's not the same for everybody. That was like her message for losing weight. But I thought it was like an interesting tie-in to this, your body's a metaphor thing. Um, I had another woman. I mean, this was like a long, like a long going kind of communications with one of my clients. She had severe neck pain, like out of nowhere. She couldn't move her neck. She was crying. She was in pain. Um... Now, she was going through this horrific divorce also, okay, and her family wasn't being extremely supportive because this was like her second divorce and they were like, okay, you know, and she was like, but my neck is like killing me, okay, and um, she, you know, the thing with the neck is, oh, and then she went to the doctor, okay, because that's what we do. We're supposed to go to the doctor when something happens. The doctor said, well, you know, and he, you know, took a scan and, and basically the synopsis was like, 
this is what happens as you get older. I mean, she wasn't that old. And, you know, maybe it's just how you're sleeping or this or that. And you probably need surgery to fix it. So she stopped. And, like, we were just talking, you know, about in the spiritual realm of it. The neck is a metaphor, please, you know, for a lot of different things. Now, by the way, she's also yellow. Yellow people do tend to have chronic neck issues. Um, but the neck in and of itself is kind of like a spiritual highway. All the message from your head and your heart go back and forth through the neck. If you're having a rigidity towards life and inflexibility, towards accepting reality, towards trying to control everything that your heart tells your head and your head tells your heart, if you're trying to kind of siphon through the honesty of your life, your neck can act out. It's kind of like if you're trying to please other people or be somebody for everybody else, your neck can act up. So once, you know, she read this book and she started doing all the self-help and listen, it still flares up from time to time, but she's avoided surgery since. I'm not saying this is the route for any everybody. I'm just saying for her, it kind of, you know, like she got that. She was like, whoa. And she kind of picked up the whole, like, wait a second, aha moment, like light bulb moment. And it released a lot of energy in her neck and, and she feels better. Okay, another one, I, and I do, I see this uh, a lot, um, a woman dealing with infertility. So there was this one client, I mean, and there's a lot of reasons like you're going to deal with infertility. And again, I, I hate to pick on the yellows, but oftentimes I do see yellows dealing with infertility more than other aura colors. And a lot of the reason is because they get in their head a little too much about like scheduling things. Like, all right, I'm ovulating and here's the app and the, da, da, and they get a little like, they get a little they get a little yellow psycho about it. And then their body kind of freezes up or whatever. But this was different. This woman could not get pregnant. But what was really coming through, and she was trying to get pregnant actively. And she's married and, you know, she's in a good relationship. She's like, what the heck? I just want to be a mother, you know, and she couldn't get pregnant. And, uh, but she was also dealing with some severe trauma from sexual abuse. Um, and the backlash of that in, in her life and, and everything that that just like unfolds in you and she was just very protective i guess metaphorically of that part of her body and her reproductive organs were kind of seized up um in in a lot of ways it was because she was going to a fertility specialist which again that's what you need to do that's what you should do and they're like well you know there's a little scar tissue around the tubes but other than that you should be okay you know we don't see what the problem is i mean except for this or whatever um, but it was hard for her to like think of that place of her as like a welcoming unit or like a home. I mean, this is very deep seated triggering stuff for her and trying to create a happiness out of a place that was for so long, such a source of trauma created a lot of conflict in her energetically. And I feel like that was, you know, just what was coming through the reading was her body was trying to tell, was trying to still trying to protect her. It was still trying to protect her. And, you know, sometime later she did end up getting pregnant, but she had to release a lot of that um, old ways of protecting herself, her old ideas or old places she was holding things. But it, again, that's work. It's a lot of spiritual work. And it's a lot of work um, with doctors and stuff too, because you have to go through kind of the medical things just to rule stuff out. Finally, myself. <laughs> I recently... Um, I don't know. I was, I was putting myself in a situation. It was like a personal family situation, which required me to keep my mouth shut. 
and I had a lot of anxiety before doing this thing. And I was like, whatever, I got to do it or else I'm not a good person if I don't do it. So I got to do it. Okay. Got to keep my mouth shut. Got to keep my mouth shut and I just got to do it. Well, wouldn't you know, <laughs> I had a root canal when I, I was 24. So like, I don't know, that was like a long time ago. Okay. So like 16 years ago, I had a root canal on a molar and it was fine. Like honestly, 24, I had the root canal, you know, cause I, I cracked it on a Rice Krispie treat, sadly enough. And I had a root canal and my life was, it was fine. Never had one problem from it. Um, yes, of course, like then crowns do. I mean, listen, I'm, I am a down to earth person. Okay. But all of a sudden out of nowhere in the middle of the night, like right before I'm about to put myself in this situation, the tooth flares up. Like the worst pain of my life almost gets me out of going to this thing, but I'm like, no, I'm still going to go. It gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. And yeah, am I, was I grinding out of stress? Does the cap need to be replaced anyways? You know, the crown, you know, of course, all these things. Yes, I get it. Okay. I'm logical. I understand. But how weird, right? When I was so anxious and so stressed and really the energetic message subconsciously was keep your mouth shut and not just keep your mouth shut. Like keep your thoughts to yourself or don't have the thoughts. That's even easier. And that's like back to an old version of myself. And it was very triggering. I will see a lot of indigos and blues with dental issues because a lot of us have throat chakra stuff going on. Don't talk. Don't say it. Keep it, keep it to yourself. Other people can't handle truth. So you just swallow that, you know? So, um, what's going on? You know, obviously I'm seeing a dentist and dealing with it, but you know, I'm still working on it. I'll let you know how it goes, but it has helped me even just other than doing the practical things, deep diving into the spiritual part of it. And that has helped me. And I think it can help you too. So now I want to go into kind of the breakdown of how it works in each aura color. Again, these aren't absolutes. Some of them do overlap a bit and you might even find some sort of correlations to chakras in a way. Uh, just, you know, your chakra points, um, along your body kind of sometimes correlate with, with aura stuff too. So you might kind of notice that if you're familiar with chakra stuff, but here we go. Yellows, yellow people. I always have, see, they have like digestive issues back to the metaphor thing. Sometimes yellow people want to control a lot. So they have a hard time digesting truths and then their body have like digestive issues, uh, yellows, I'll see a lot. They, they're the ones with the gluten allergies or, or those kind of sensitivities. A lot of uh, acid or IBS or colitis, a lot of digestive kind of like disruptive, eruptive situations in that system. Again, with infertility, but I, like I explained, they can get a little wackadoo about um, scheduling things because that's a yellow thing. Liver, I can see things in the liver. Again, like detoxifying, detoxifying information. Yellow people... When we talk about yellows, they like to control. They like to kind of clean a situation. They like to make things malleable for other people and themselves. It's a lot, but they'll use themselves as a filter. Like they're the co- they're their own coffee filter of life, okay? And then what happens is, is they hold all the residue and then they have a hard time digesting the stuff that can't pass. And I mean, we can get real metaphorical here with the yellow people, but I see this a lot with them. Nerve pain, like I was saying, with neck and back. Uh and how how can they fix this? Because yellows like try to compartmentalize or filter or clean things or control, um, realizing it and trying to stay in the present moment, trying to stay in the present moment and not trying to work like too many steps ahead. Because I'll see yellows, sometimes they'll go over under. They'll either go too many steps ahead of themselves where it's not fun anymore to plan ahead 
or they'll stay exactly in the present moment and use the worst negative self-talk to condemn themselves for that. I'm lazy. I'm not doing enough. Look how, look how awful I am. Look at this person compared to me. So it's kind of like the over under. (laughs) So it's about planning things that you're excited about, focusing on positive things to get excited about planning or excited about organizing or excited about creating like exciting projects, exciting self-help, funneling it in different areas can help you. Blue people, and again, with blues, indigos, and turquoises, it might be a bit of an overlap, so bear with me. Blues, a lot of hormonal stuff, just like the lady with the weight gain issue and the weight stagnancy issue, a lot of hormonal stuff, Um, thyroid, throat chakra stuff. They do have reproductive system issues sometimes. Uh, with I'll see it with the with the breasts and the reproductive organs, and and I don't want to scare people. I just get that sometimes this is where I will see issues, cysts, um, all sorts of angry situations in those two areas, infections, even cancer. Sometimes when they're over mothering other people, and I'll see it in men too. If you're over mothering other people, these are the places. And it's such a metaphor that get attacked. Autoimmune disorders, circulation issues. It's kind of like like the varicose veins, you know, and all that stuff we don't like. Um, or just, re- just regular old circulation issues. I see a lot in blue people. Canker sores. It's that autoimmune self-attack. I can't attack you. I can't tell you the truth. So I'll just like attack myself um, and keep myself quiet. Dental issues, TMJ from the tooth grinding, migraines, big migraines with blue people, um, like the bad kind, laryngitis, strep throat, and they get neck pain too. I mean, because they're pleasers, you know. So here's the thing, blocked thoughts and words not coming out. You don't have to say everything that you think, but at least you can acknowledge it to yourself. And that's going to help you, you know, other than going to see doctors for these types of things, other that's going to help you is like, Okay, what you know when I'm having these issues, what am I not saying? Like, what am I doing too much of? What do I think is an absolute that isn't an absolute? Indigos, a lot of the same things. The autoimmune, you know, indigos is interesting. Sensitivity, hypersensitivity to metals, like metals in the atmosphere or the foods. Now, I don't want y'all go down like rabbit holes with this because like people can be like five G, you know, and that. And I'm not saying that. It's like I I personally am indigo and I don't run from that stuff. But man, it sure does feel better to me when I'm in somewhere without any technology. And I wonder if you all feel the same way. <laughs> it does. It feels better because we're very, we're, I mean, all empaths, but I just noticed with indigos a lot, we're all very sensitive to metals, um, artificial metals around us, artificial sound waves, radio waves, things kind of coming through a lot and it can affect us. I see like indigos having tooth problems with like old fillings and stuff like that um, because they're like, ooh, that's, I, I don't know, I feel like I'm allergic. And then they're like, the doctors are like, you're crazy. And it's like, but it's something, it's something, you know? So there's something to it. Uh, oh my gosh. I don't know if this, this is me. And I think it's other people too. Um, LED lights, I can't deal with those. They make me have migraines and crazy. And I feel like that's another thing. Like it's just hypersensitivity. So indigos have to be very careful about their environment and like what's around them. You know, Lyme's disease. And here's the thing. It does. It's not like it like chooses who it picks. I just see it more in indigo people. Why is that? I don't know. I just do. So it's that it's like prevalence or preconditioned 
to getting autoimmune disorders too. I can see indigos with that. Um, what else? A lot of insomnia, depression, neurological disorders, uh, just bright lights, flashing things, whatnot in, in your in your eyes. Fibromyalgia, that's like when your whole body hurts and there's no like source or reason why. Disconnected to self, spaced out. This is what causes it. A lot of time, you know, numbness. Who am I? What am I? What am I for? You know, we have... Um, we have a natural connection to spirit, uh, you know, your third eye, your crown chakra, these things. They, you want, you need to create a relationship with your higher self when you're any aura color. But when you're an indigo, it's kind of like that, that can be your little vulnerable space. You're just too spread thin, too much absorbing the environment around you, taking stuff in and creating problems from it. Turquoises. Um, Derm, derm issues, derm, like skin issues, dermatological issues. I'll see that a lot of breakouts or itchiness or just rashy kind of eczema, that kind of stuff on turquoises. I mean, like I said, it can be anybody because that's autoimmune and it can like hit anybody, but I'll see it with food sensitivities, like more allergies or, or just even like if there's sporadic food sensitivities, like, I don't know, like sometimes I can handle dairy. Sometimes I can't. It's like a turquoise thing. Depression, hormonal imbalance, poor metabolism, again, fibromyalgia, autoimmune. You know, here's the thing with the turquoises. They are more prevalent because they're kind of sponges uh, or mirrors, as I like to say, to get disconnected from their self or they can disappear on themselves. And they need to really build the relationship with their higher self and higher power and that internal voice that comes with those relationships because often it can get confused with other people's voices instead. So you think you're you, but you're really connecting with like somebody else's stuff instead of like your own stuff. So turquoises need to work extra hard on what is my voice versus what I think it is. So I'll see turquoises a lot lot of times like just they kind of become their friends a little too much or their relationships. So like it's not like even like indigos or blues where we're more codependent, you know, and I don't mean that nastily. It's just kind of like what empaths are at at times as long as you're codependent on the nice people, I guess, who, who pay it forward. But sometimes turquoise people can get like, it's not, but you still know who you are versus them. Turquoises won't know the difference. So it's important to double, double check with yourself because that disconnect can create kind of like, just like pop outs of odd, you know, uh, energetic conditions within themselves with the autoimmune stuff or whatnot. Greens, alert, like weird allergies, seasonal allergies. And I have them too, and I'm not green, but like They'll have like really bad allergies, asthma, back issues, big with greens, indigestion, joint pain, like knees and stuff, circulatory issues, respiratory issues, and of course, depression. So with green people, they can be either too attached or too disassociated from image. They can then block off their emotions completely or become like way too attached to what things look like on paper. Their body tends to react by trying to get them to be like more loving or emotionally connected and moving. And that's why it like concentrates a lot in the heart and lung area. It's like, let's get that activated. Let's move that heart space around. Let's get that heart chakra going. Let's get that breathing going. Let's get connected. So that's why with green people, a lot of times it's like, Take a moment, reconnect to self in our own way, nature, connecting with nature, nature empath stuff is really good for green people, projects, things where they can experience life in their own little system of thinking makes them more connected to self and can alleviate, I mean, I see these issues over time.
But when you see them start to flare up and compound on each other, it can get overwhelming for a green because they can get stuck in too much logic. Well, the doctor said this, 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 and this, so then I'm stuck. This is it. This is my life now. And I think that's the problem with green people. They're a little stubborn. So like, I think if you tell, which we'll get to a purple, like, hey, you have this condition, purple's on metal here, like, oh, I'll heal it. <laughs> I'm good. Whereas green people have kind of more of like a mind over matter thing. But once it's logical and once it's like, okay, the person that knows more than me told me something and this is the way it is and, and they've accepted it, it's hard for them to shake it as an identity. Like shake sickness as an identity. It's hard for them sometimes. So red people, heart stuff, always heart stuff, always cardiac stuff with the red people, blood pressure, high cholesterol, you know, they have anger, rage, stuff like that, adrenal fatigue, colon issues, foot and leg pain. So reds always want to claim their own self and space. And, and, you know, they can do this with others too, if they feel like others aren't doing it for themselves. That's why they're like always for the little guy or the person without a voice. They're very protective energies. And this can cause this like fire within them. Because that's how they move, this like internal fire, this fire. And, and, but if they don't use it wisely, it burns themselves up. Hence all the like heated, the heated stuff in the, blo- in the blood and the heart. So reds, you know, who feel compelled to action but aren't moving forward in that way in a healthy way can, can fall into this like deep hole of like rage or depression or just like, oh, like what's the point like that? And then that's when I see kind of like heart stuff act up. Um, so they have to connect with self, like their root chakra, you know, their identity, feel safe, work on feeling safe. I think that's a big thing for reds. Like they can be very tough and they can be very protective of others, but sometimes they don't feel safe. So they have to work on taking all of that protection and be like, I'm going to give it to me now. I'm going to protect me and make me feel safe. And then that's good when they take control, like they work out or they start a little business or they, you know, have a little team or they make a little friend group or they join something that's fun for them. That's kind of, you know, they make a little community. That's good for red people. Finally, purple people. You know, big thing with like mental health, addiction here, eating disorders, a lot of mental stuff with purples, dry eye, it's just random. I just see that a lot with purple people, panic, anxiety, migraines again, seizures even. Um, Green people have sometimes, sometimes they're just quick. They're just quicker. They see something the way it is and then they filter it through their own, like whatever program negativity they got going on. So they can read others all the time they can read a room, they can read a situation, but if they're they're kind of in a bad spot, they can manipulate the info that their egos really can manipulate the info to fuel their own negative perceptions. So they have to kind of clear their sight, that third eye sight, that crown, you know, again with the crown chakra, like the downloading information from spirit, getting it from source, not from outside stuff to allow spirit to like really come in and fill them. A lot, a lot of times, especially with, I have, I'd love to do an episode on, on disordered eating and eating disorders, um, with somebody who actually has been through it, through, been through it hard, you know, just so we can get a really good, honest perspective, like from somebody. Um, because when I read those of you who've struggled with this, it's kind of like reading somebody who built a house around a sinkhole. That's what it feels like. And they, they're real good at like, I don't know, they make it a little secret room inside and it's hard to, you know, when I read them, it's like, oh, I see it though. If you had eating issues, you know, a little bit and they're like, yeah, you know, um, 
because you know they're not proud of it or anything but it, it's hard it's hard for them to let anything in it, it's almost like the void becomes the place that that is secure you know I, I, it's hard to explain um it's like the void or that hole or that sadness becomes familiar or like the friend or well at least they're there uh, for me so i do get this kind of familiarity with darkness that purples can form purples aren't really scared of darkness they're not scared of the edge they're not scared of going there and they're not scared of people who've been there that's why they make amazing therapists and friends and amazing people who've been through stuff because they're not scared of it and usually they've been through it themselves so they're not scared to talk about it and they don't judge so um yeah, so I feel like kind of exploring it and putting words to it and articulating it and helping other people and speaking out about it, really, because purples don't mind a little bit of attention. So they're like, okay, I'll talk about my stuff. Okay, if it helps you, sure. That can help them heal themselves. Okay, so that's in a nutshell, Aura Health. I hope it was helpful. And I'm sure I have tons to add as I do more readings and hear from all of you as well. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So what do you think about your body manifesting like unsaid things as physical conditions? I mean, I mean, it's possible. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the biggest issue I've always had is my feet. Yeah. Um, even when I was a kid, my, my feet would always hurt. I, you know, no one believed me, by the way. You know, when I was oh. a kid, nobody would believe me. My, my parents would take me walking around. We wouldn't even walk around that long of a distance. Yeah. And my feet would hurt. And they would think I was making it up. And I would always have to sit down or, you know, they thought maybe, I don't know what they thought. Maybe they thought I was lazy or whatever, but I've always had really bad feet. You know, I I mean, sometimes I, you know, you know, not every day, you know, I do go through like stretches where they, where they feel good. Yeah. But most of, you know, a lot of times they hurt. They hurt when you're like stressed out too, I noticed. Or like when you're stressed or like when, um, when a cold's coming on or something. I've noticed that. Like, why would your feet hurt when a cold's coming? Like things like that. Right. If I'm tired, if I'm really tired, they'll hurt. Like I could yeah. be just sitting all day. I get, like yesterday I drove all day. I mean, we drove nine hours. Yeah. But my feet hurt at the end of the day, which was yeah. Well, weird. I mean, obviously, like I was said in there, it's always important to like check with the doctor and, yeah. and all those types of things. And they're going to tell you like you you do have flat feet. I like, do have so, flat. I mean, so like there flat. is a medical reason why your feet hurt. <laughs> yes. Like you do not have an arch. Right. Like they said you don't have an arch, and like you need always supportive footwear. So yes. like there is a medical reason why your feet would hurt. Yes, they're completely flat. But then it's it's you know, feet in general, like it's a metaphor, like fear of the future, fear of moving forward, fear of feeling out of control, like as you move forward or stuff. And I, I think that that can be like kind of your, your thing sometimes. That could possibly be it. Yeah. That's a, That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, that could be interesting. Um, any, anything, sometimes like, what about if I go to like, you know, we, everyone on the show knows if I go to like the dentist or the doctor, I always have like issues like irritable bowel syndrome or whatever you want to call that. What is that? Yeah, so like anything in the like the intestines or yeah. whatever, that can be kind of like fear of um, absorption, of, you know, something, anything with like inflammation. I think you were actually diagnosed with like IBS at some point, like a stress-induced IBS was okay. your thing. So sometimes that can be like um, conditions, frustration about your life. Okay. 
that that kind of works into that. I don't, I, now that's interesting because I don't get that one as as much anymore. I used to get that. You used to get that all the time. Yeah, that I get, used to get a lot. More. Yeah, because that's kind of like frustration about life. Yeah, and anything with the intestines, it's like absorbing like yeah. your atmosphere, like like. And, and what I see with like I said, usually with yellow people, but you're red. I'll see them getting it because they have a hard time like digesting uh, reality, you know, or like dealing with it without being able to control it, but. Hmm. Yours was always surrounded like when, with a fear-based thing. Okay. Yeah, and, and that one makes a lot more sense. I mean, I still, like, if I go to the dentist, like, that day, it's yes. it's off the charts. Right. But other than that, really, you know, every once in a while, but, yeah, I think that one I've kind of... You got better. I got better. Well, that's good. Yeah, since, again, yeah, putting your sense. life more on track. Yeah. Huh. And, and the, the foot one, I still, maybe I'm still struggling with that. I, I don't know. But, again, they are flat as pancakes. But, by the way, a really good resource for all of you who want to look at all these types of symptoms and... And she really did a lot of work in the field. Her name's Louise Hay. You may have heard of her. It, her book, um, many books, but one, Heal Your Body, talks about all sorts of symptoms and what the kind of like affirmations you can use to fix them or whatnot. It's a really interesting read for perspective. Obviously, you don't pick up that book instead of go to a doctor, but it's something that maybe you can help yourself with. All right. Are you, are you sure I don't have any green in my aura? Oh, in Helen? boy, Scott. I, I really think I did. <laughs> maybe one day. Did you see like a speck of it, like a little green, <laughs> like maybe a little leprechaun in there, like dancing around? Yeah, no, I did. Me. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. This podcast is for you and about you, and you all take care. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app.